Okay, episode 120. This was the first time I say this in the beginning, but I'll say it now again. This is the first time in 120 episodes I couldn't get a guest whose schedule worked with my schedule and Halston's schedule. I couldn't get everybody's schedules to work together. So Halston and I had an awesome conversation. I'm super excited for you to hear it because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I got this awesome newsletter from Georgia School I wanted to go through. And Halston and I spent a long time talking about it. I thought it was very inspiring and helpful. So thank you, Halston, for being my guest. Go to burpburpburp.com and get some merchandise. We got whiskey cock clock dog cups and shirts. Well, the cups aren't on the website yet because I don't have a mock-up for them yet. They will be. Um, Go to wifeofboy.com for hugs, uh, tote bags, and uh, T-shirts. And yes, they're off-the-shoulder sweatshirts to be technical. Yes. And also, wifeotp.com. Because in the beginning of this episode, I talk about some um, small businesses and they have some great um, percentage off codes and I'll, I'll be on my website also. So thank you for coming back. Thank you so much for everybody's positive comments during my Zoomcast transition, which I haven't completely enjoyed, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to get used to it. So I'm starting to get better. So thanks for continuing to listen and watch and comment. I appreciate it. And, um, Halston, I have to talk to you about this. I've had several people ask me for, I am so Panther right now, t-shirts. Oh, you have so to make those shirts. Maybe you could help me make an, I am so Panther right now, t-shirt. I don't know. Okay. If you think you'd buy one, maybe let me know. I don't want to make a bunch of shirts and people go, what? But if you haven't seen it, I guess there's some Instagram posts Bert did after I did my drinking with friends. Number two with Sandy and oh, Kathy. We talked about it on two bears, one cave. I got a little drunk and they started calling me a cougar and I said, I am not a cougar. I'm a panther. <laughs> Apparently I was a little bit You're inebriated. So I was, I said, I'm so panther right now. And then people have been commenting that they keep, that's like their catchphrase for the quarantine is I'm so panther right You're now. So panther. I'm so panther right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So Halston's been making the graphics for our new t-shirt. So maybe we'll see if Halston can make an I'm so panther right now t-shirt. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. I'm going to post this Mental Health Awareness Month newsletter on my, on my website, wifeotp.com. And um, I hope you're all taking care of yourselves. And will you stop, baby? I'm recording a, in my intro. Oh, I didn't know. You're in the middle of me recording. you're talking to Halston. It doesn't sound like I'm doing it. No. That's how good you are at this, Liam. It's so natural. It's like I'm in the room. I don't even feel like I'm in the room. Natural. So natural. I'm so panther right now. So get your panther on. So panther. And I hope you <laughs> like this episode with me and Halston. <laughs> I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I roller skated to your door at
Okay, so for the first time in 120 episodes, I actually couldn't get anybody to do this at a time of day that I could do it and you could do it and Bert wasn't in the studio. It's the first time ever. So it's just me and you. <laughs> I mean, the first time it was me and you, we were talking about you. But I have an agenda for today. Awesome. I think we'll be cool. But on the flip side, I have four people who can do it next week. So hopefully four different episodes. So I've got like one is on the books already, two more I'm finalizing, and the fourth I'm waiting to hear back. It may be the following week. So I think we'll be, I'll be a little ahead. So all our listeners won't have to just listen to me. <laughs> well, isn't that the podcast though? I guess, but I always feel like, um, my friends are just so interesting, you know, not that I'm not interesting. I, I think I am, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm very self-conscious to just talk by myself. Your curiosity is ending. Like, I know that it's going to just be an easy conversation no matter who's there. If it's just me and you, it's going to be easy and there's going to be some good stuff in there because that's what people and that's why you're good at podcasts. Thank you. I really enjoy it. I've always enjoyed listening to people and I've always been really curious about what they had to say. I think growing up in the South um, kind of lends itself to that a little bit. I know when we had family reunions and stuff, the men would all congregate like on the front porch and the women would stay inside and the men would just tell stories. Con that all they would do is tell stories. Um, some stories that heard over and over and over again, but it was always so interesting to hear them tell a story and how they would weave the story. And I guess growing up wanting to listen like that made me want to listen as an adult to see what you have to say, because usually what someone else has to say is way more interesting than what I'm saying in my own head. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, not always. That's for sure. A lot of people need to learn to listen more. Well, yeah. You and I both know one person in particular who should learn to listen more. <laughs> he and I had this really good idea for a podcast. We decided I might start a podcast where I listen to his podcasts and find where he's interrupted somebody who is going on an interesting path and then have that guest come back and talk to me and play the clip and go, so you started talking about this here. <laughs> Can we finish talking about that? Because my jerk husband interrupted you and started talking about himself. Oh I think that gosh. might be cool. Like with Whitney or with Nikki Glazer or someone who would be comfortable. I mean, not everybody probably would want to come and talk to me on a podcast like that, but I know sometimes I listen and I go, shut up. He was about to say something really awesome. And you just started talking about your fucking flip flop. Why did you do that? I would stop and listen and let him finish what he's saying. You just asked a great question. You didn't let him answer it. And maybe he's gotten better lately, but how that would be funny. It would uh, be funny that, podcast, right? Yeah, that would be funny. If I could get the person he was talking to to actually come back and talk to me and finish that conversation, I think it would be really funny. Finished, finished conversations. Finish your thought. How about that? Finish, finish your, your thought, thought with Leanne, Leanne Kreischer. <laughs>
<laughs> or like bird's better half. <laughs> bird's ears. <laughs> Bert minus Bert. <laughs> I don't know. People are like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you what, huh? <laughs> it's old bait and switch. You think you're coming for Bert, but really you get to hear what Bert started but didn't finish. Oh my God. I think this is the story of my entire life with Bert. He starts so many projects that I have to finish. <laughs> so many that maybe that is probably what we just do. I guess as a couple, he starts it, I finish it. <laughs> hey, yin and yang. Yin and yang. I guess. He's a great starter. Great idea, man. And he's a yeah. great starter. Yeah. And he's driven and motivated. But if he doesn't finish it in that day, he's got other ideas. Yep. He's always said he likes the beginning. Yeah. A little bit of the middle, but not the end. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. exactly what he does. He starts something, gets right in the middle of it, and then leaves. Um, I can relate to that to, to an extent. Um, but it bothers me if I don't follow through on something or if I don't finish something. Um, it just eats at me to finish it. So I don't. I get that. I like coming up with two and I like to just kind of boom, 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 boom. Out and, and I love like, I do love starting things a lot more than I like finishing them. That's for sure. Yeah. But I know that about myself. It's, I have to kind of stay disciplined. I, I think I'm talking a lot about music right now, mm -hmm. starting music and, and, being really inspired with all these ideas. And then the next day I'm like, I'm not as inspired to work on this piece of music. And so, yeah, I get that. And his, with him, it's with comedy. Yeah. Same exact thing. It's all creativity based and it takes a lot of effort to follow through on something a lot. Yeah. He does good with his stand up. He has a lot of follow through with that. But, mm -hmm. but like he started a script when this quarantine started, he started it. I think he's got through act one and it's been weeks, weeks and weeks. And he's like, ah, I'll get to it. But that's happened a lot of times. So unless he has a deadline or someone he's accountable to, or he's got a, you know, something kind of tangible I think it's harder for him to just go, well, I'm just going to finish the script and see what we do with it. You know, instead of saying, I'm going to write the first act, sell it. And now I have to finish it. I think that's kind of how he works. A lot of yeah, people. That, yeah. That makes more sense. Anyways. I mean, it's super motivating to have a whole company behind you going, all right, are you going to write another page? <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, so this is what I want to talk about today. First thing I want to talk about is I have several friends who have small businesses. And I know last week, or maybe one week, I don't remember if it was last week, I was talking about supporting our small businesses, how we buy groceries from the fishmonger and stuff. So I thought I'm not getting any kickback. I don't have any sponsors. There's I'm just doing this to be nice because I love my friends and I I am inspired by their passion to start their own business. And, um, this is a really hard time. So if there's any way we can support each other in the small business world, I thought I would use my 
my platform, I guess, if you could call it that, to promote their business. So I got no dog in this fight. Nobody's paying me anything. I'm not getting any free swag. I don't even want it. I just want people to buy this stuff if they're interested and if they like it. So I'm going to start with that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So one of George's best friends, mom started her own jewelry business. I'm actually wearing her necklace. I don't know if you can see it. It's like a natural stone and gold. And I have her earrings. They're a little heart shaped gold. And she makes these bracelets. And these, this little big bead bracelet has this porous bead where you can put aromatherapy oil. So it will smell good all day. I love it. Whoa. But they're all natural stones. She has a lot more than that than just this. I, this just happens to be what goes with my outfit. Um, I have bought so much of her jewelry for birthday gifts for teenagers, for my mother-in-law, for my sisters-in-law, for my girlfriends. And her stuff is really great quality. She makes it all by hand in her own living room. She will ship anywhere in the United States. She's not shipping internationally now. So sorry, anybody who's listening internationally. But um, her name is Natalie and her company is called Natalie B Designs. And she spells her name N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E and then the letter B like boy and then designs.com is her website, nataliebdesigns.com. And I called her and said, I'm going to be talking about your jewelry. Um, and she got so excited. She gave me a discount code for anybody who buys in the United States. You get um, 15% off and free shipping, 15% off your entire order. And her stuff is so reasonably priced. I mean, there's stuff in there for like, I think there's stuff in there for like 12 bucks and there's stuff for like 65 bucks. So there's anything in between. Um, but the code is WOTP. So if you just put WOTP in at checkout, you'll get 15% off and free shipping and um, support your local business. I actually have three friends who had a birthday this week. And as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going on her website and buying three things for my three friends who just had a birthday. I have not been disappointed with anything I've ever bought from her. So um, my daughter's, she has earrings, like I said. She just has a lot of stuff. You should just check it out, nataliebdesigns.com. And I will put a tab on my website. I think I may start a new page on my website that's just links to this stuff because so many people ask me for links. So I may have a, a link. I may add a tab. So if it, if I haven't added a tab by the time this drops, it'll be in the episodes tab. Um, I'll just make a button. Natalie B designs. That's one. Number two is my friend, Christina Rumbly, who was a guest. I don't remember what episode she was a guest on, but she was a listener favorite and spoiler alert. She's, she and I are recording another episode of this next week. She's one I'm waiting to hear about for scheduling. I know. And she has a skincare line that she created herself. It's called Provi, P-R-I-V, like Victor, A-I, Provi. I have something here. This is hers. She has all types of natural skincare, but what I just recently bought from her is hand sanitizer. She has hand sanitizer and it's 80% alcohol. She said it smells very much like alcohol, but you can add 
essential oils to your bottle. The FDA just doesn't allow her to add them and be in compliance with the standards you need to be the maximum, I guess, 90% or 80%, whatever she is. So I don't think it affects it that much, but the FDA standards are a little higher. So, um, so yeah, she said, add lavender, add lemongrass, add whatever you want to this and it'll smell really nice. But she has all types of stuff, all types of skin oils and creams and cleansers and acne cream. But her website is provi.com. Uh, this bottle of hand sanitizer is $6.95 or you can buy four for $22.95 and she ships as well. I don't know if she ships internationally, but she definitely ships in the U.S. Um, I asked her for a code. I haven't heard back from her about a code. So if there is like a discount code, I'll, I'll put it on the on the button on my website. So when I make the button, I'll put provide and then like WOTP for 15% off. So, you know, when you click on that, you can put WOTP for 15% off, but I don't have it right now. So, um, I've known her forever. She was my maid of honor. She, um, just started fooling around with natural skincare when, right after she had a baby and, Develop this whole big line. It's pretty impressive. Um, she's got a bunch of stuff too, doesn't she? She has a bunch of spas. Yes, she owns and operates several spas. She has a spa consulting um, firm that, um, if a big hotel wants to open a spa or redo a spa, revamp, even if it's operations or aesthetically, she and her company come in and help them figure out how to run their spa effectively. It's a really, that's also very impressive. Um, she's an impressive human being. She's a yeah. fireball. I mean, I can't wait to talk to her again. Uh, but, but anyway, if you're interested, provide.com is another small business. It's a friend of mine. I would love anybody who wants to, to support and free water flip-flops. This is another pair that I have because I love their flip-flops. These are foam, not rubber. They're like the old school flip-flops from the seventies. I have the like, I don't know if this is it's like a cotton woven um, strap. And then there is an art support. I love these freaking flip-flops too. I wear these and the Becca, which I was showing you last time. And they're offering the same code, WOTP15 for 15% off. Um, and you just go to freewaters.com. And I love them because they're they're really they have an interesting story. I don't know if their story's online, but I know that they built their business really from the ground up with a lot of passion for, for like active footwear. Um, and we uh, have met the two owners and creators and they're just such passionate people. So I want to support them too, even though they're a little bit bigger business, I still like them. And then of course my friend Karen's wine, Tierra Vino wine. And I have to say, I just had her Sauvignon Blanc last weekend. Um, and it was awesome. I'd never had it. So you can go to um, her website. That's my friend Karen. I'll hold it up close so you can see. It's Tierra Vino, T-I-E-R-R-A-Y-V-I-N-O.com. And the code for 20% off your order is stock up. S-T-O-C-K-U-P, stock up. Um, I loved her Sauvignon Blanc. Now her, ro my, her rosé was my favorite, but I think I don't even like white wine really. We belong to her. She has a wine club where she just sends you wine. I think every three months, if you join, you can do 
I think small quantities or large quantities, all red or all white or whatever you want. And we signed up for the all red club because I only really drink red wine. And so I had, I probably, I'm sure I tasted her Sauvignon Blanc years ago when I did a wine tasting with her, but oh my God, it was so good. It was really smooth and very refreshing. So check out Karen's Vineyard Tierra Evino. Tierra Evino. She's going to kill me. I don't know how to say it. I'm a redneck. I don't know how to say them crazy words. <laughs> but anyway, I spelled it for you. So that is my small business people I know who I want to help. So if you're so inclined, if you need hand sanitizer or flip flops. Oh, and by the way, they have a big sale at Free Waters. Their flip flops are already on sale. So I think getting 15% off a of sale price is pretty freaking awesome. Um, Ooh, I'm going to get some. I don't should. think we can talk about. No, okay, but okay. no, but you can still get some flip flops if you want some. Um, okay, so that's phase one of my solo with Halston only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> phase two is I got this thing from Georgia's school because I don't know if you know this, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Did you know no. that? Nope. I was not aware either. But I got this newsletter from the school I thought I would share. And I'll, I can post this on my website, too. It's an awesome newsletter. And it was like mental health care while at home. So they have 12 things they recommend that you do in this quarantine that helps you have positive mental health, right? Number one is to establish a routine. It says structure is the key to a healthy brain. Create a daily routine that you will follow each day. Go to sleep and wake up at the same time. Consistency is the key. Do you have a routine, Halston? I do. I very much have a routine. And I follow it really strictly. And, you know, I've, I've been based for my whole life, it seems. I've been pretty ADHD. And that's what keeps me, like functioning like a normal person you know what I mean like yes if I go to bed at a good time then I'm not up doing a million things because I, I could stay up all night music or watching tv or something anything mm -hmm. I could just bounce from thing to thing and that's what I love to do but in the midst of bouncing from thing to thing I need to make sure that I have um a time I need to make sure that I I get up at a consistent every day and I have my routine where I get up and I brush my teeth and I take a shower and then I stretch. And then that's uh, um, been really, really important for me with, uh, with my mental health. And it just carries over to the quarantine thing. Um, Probably needed even more so in the quarantine, right? Because you, you can't, it's easy. Our house had a routine and daddy came home and fucked it up <laughs> quite frankly so i was able to relax my routine for bert for two, like two days a week and then he goes back on the road but now the routine is is it's kind of killing me i'm a routine based person too um i'm not rigid because i can flow with bert a little bit but we're eating at like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and Bert sleep until 10.30. I'm getting up between 6.30 and 7 every day to keep my routine like you. But by the time we get to like 4 o'clock, I lose total control of the routine. Mr. Mm -hmm. Crusher has taken over the routine, and 
it's making me nuts because I think it's messing up our girls because they're staying up later and because they're eating dinner so much later mm. and I can't seem to get him reined back in. So once it starts to become nighttime, he's like, all right, this party. is my time. Yep. Yeah. Party time. And he doesn't even stay up that late. That's what's bad is he gets us all wound up and he's like, all right, guys, I'm out. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and we're like, wait, We've just been watching like SNL videos for an hour. We've been laughing hysterically. We're wide awake and it's 11 o'clock. And now you think we're just going to go, okay. He talks about me being a Mormon and going, uh, uh, but he's been doing that lately since he's been home. So I think routine is key and it's not happening at my house. Routine is absolutely key. Routine is key for anxiety. It's key for depression. Routine is key for a lot things even little things like minor anxiety minor depression having an exercise routine oh that's number two you're stealing my number two number two exercise stay active and exercise right yep i stay very active and exercise my 13 year old might be a sloth she or a slug maybe a, a sloth slug she would do nothing. We bought her. Okay. She outgrew her bike. The last time we bought her a bike was probably fourth grade. And she outgrew her bike months and months and months and months ago, probably a year ago. And we started trying to get her, let's go get you a new bike. No, I just want to ride a skateboard. I'll skateboard while you bike. Okay. Well, we just ride bikes in the neighborhood. We're not like going on bike trails or anything like that. So no problem. She skateboards. We cruise around. But now that this has happened, we're actually using bikes as transportation a little bit. She has no bike. So I was like, let's get you a bike. Let's get you a bike. Well, bikes are really hard to find now in LA. The, all the bike shops are just sold out of any kind of low-level bike. You can buy like a $1,400 bike, but the like $300, $200 bikes are gone. Like everywhere from Pasadena to Thousand Oaks, like everywhere. You can't find a bike. So... She wanted this one bike. It was an Electra Cruiser 1, bright green. How random. So I go online. I'm like, I'm finding her a bike because I need her to be active. I need her to be active. So I'm searching for this bike. I find it. It's in Fullerton. So Fullerton is about 45 minutes from here with no traffic, right? So I order it online, pay for it. So I have the bike. Super excited. The exact bike she wanted. So yesterday they called me at like two o'clock and said, we have the bike. You can pick it up today uh, before five. And I was like, done. We're doing it. Ilana had so much homework. We were doing her homework. And when she was done, she was still in her pajamas. I was like, okay, put some clothes on. Let's go get your bike. And I was like, girlfriend, it's two 30. I just bought you a $300 bike. Put your clothes on and let's go get the bike. She takes her pajama pants off and puts jeans on, leaves the pajama top on. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to actually get dressed. We are going to an establishment that has business where there are human beings. You have to look like a human being. Fine. She goes in and just changes her sweatshirt on top. Whatever. So we go, we get the bike. We drive the bike home. We have a blast. She's having a blast the whole time. We get home and I go, okay, let's go ride it around the block. She's like, no, nah, I just wanted to have it. Couldn't <laughs> ride it around the block. I was like, are you kidding? I just drove 
an hour each way in traffic and spent 40 minutes at a bike shop getting you a basket, a bell, a light, and all the stuff you need to be up and running as she wouldn't even ride it up the dang block. I cannot get her to stay active. That Chrysler follow through. She likes spinning. Right? It's the beginning. Of the <laughs> yeah. the end, you're right. You're right. But I believe once I get her up and going, she's in such a better place. I think that's the thing. The hard part about staying active for anybody, not just a 13 year old is getting up and going. Right. Yep. So you're right. If you establish it as a routine, maybe it would be easier to get it up and going because that you do have to stay active. You get so depressed, not to mention you get fat, just staying at home. I, I have my number of steps per day has plummeted just oh, because yeah. I'm home. So you have to exercise more because you're not just doing the things, the mindless walking around that you used to do. Okay. Number three, go outside. Sunlight helps to regulate our circadian rhythms, our brain's way of knowing when it's time to wake up and when it's time to go to sleep. Sunlight also improves mood. Amen. Mm. And you need vitamin D. I hear you got much vitamin D from the sun. That taking a supplement serves you better. That's what I hear. I mean, the amount of vitamin D in the sun, just you'd have to take a supplement anyways just to supplement how much vitamin D you're getting. Unless you drink a gallon of milk a day. Vitamin D milk. I'm joking. <laughs> you can't get vitamin D milk. You get vitamin D from milk. I don't know. But anyway, I think it's good to go outside anyway. As soon as you go outside and breathe the fresh air and you walk around for a minute, put your toes in the grass, you start feeling better. So go outside. The air is so much cleaner now. I've been walking around the block hey now and just enjoying how clear it I like I think that there's less smog and oh, there is. Ah oh, man, it just it just the city looks different. There's less people and less cars and stuff, but clarity looks like it's in 4K now. You know what I mean? I know. Isla goes Friends. out and goes, the sun is so bright. I'm like, it says there's no smog. We had a built-in filter. <laughs> yeah, the sky is so blue. It's beautiful. The sky yeah. is so you and we really were breathing all that shit. I know. That's I got crazy. an air there. I got an air doctor, air filter, and the allergies were just going crazy. And we have a pretty dusty apartment it's from the 60s. And oh, man, can I tell a difference. Can you? That's it's awesome. It's so, oh, yeah. The air is way cleaner inside. Less allergens, less dust. Definitely recommend buying an air doctor. Yeah, we have two of them. I love them too. Okay. Number four, do your homework. Why should we do homework? Get ahead, not behind because someday we'll return to school and it will be better to be ahead. If you fall behind, it will make things more stressful and challenging. It also helps you stay mentally active. Having to think about problems and solutions is good for our brain. If we never use our critical thinking skills, our brains will not function at their best. Productivity. You will likely feel better if you feel like you have accomplished something or work toward a goal at the end of each day. But, you know, this applies, I think, more than just homework. Oh, yeah. Obviously, this is geared to my high schooler, but you can think about that with anything, with your job, with your housework, with a project that you've been putting off for years. You know, I think it applies to a lot. I, I have to get something accomplished every day whether it be 
um, practicing guitar, doing some vocal sizes, um, working out, uh, drumming, um, recording, uh, head on podcast work. Just, I feel good unless I accomplish something in the day. You know what I mean? I can't just, there's something in it goes, you are a piece of shit unless accomplishing. And that is in the back of my brain all the time. I don't know where it comes from. My parents weren't crazy like that. It, they didn't make me constantly do stuff. But I think it's just part of my routine now. And it's deep inside of me in my fight that I have to get something done yeah. during the day. And if it's new things, then it's cleaning the apartment mm -hmm. or my room reorganizing or, or something to yeah. make me like, ah, like I can rest now. Yeah. I feel that way too. I am very much an accomplisher. I'm a list maker and a checker offer of the list. I like doing that. Make a yeah. list, mark it off. And then I feel like, oh, look what I did today. It makes me feel good. I don't like lists because if I look at a list and it overwhelms me. Oh. I know that's a way to organize. And I do that for certain things like, like work. But if I made a list of like, all right, my sink is a little dirty. I'll do that. Oh, no, I don't make that kind of list. No, not that kind of list. Either. That's too much minutia. But yeah. when I have a lot like the list I make is stuff that's out of my normal path. Like, like mm. I need to call the vet and get my dog's medication refilled. I will forget that if I don't put it on a list like that kind of stuff. I have to do that every like three or four weeks. So it's not in my routine, but that's the kind of list I make, right? Yeah. Um, brainstorm podcast ideas. Um, yeah, call eyeless teacher, like that kind of list. I don't, I don't make lists about my sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would just, if I, I'm not like, that bad, Halston. <laughs> some people have to make lists like that. No, I'm not that bad. Just stuff I have to do. Okay. Number five, stay organized. A cluttered room equals a cluttered mind. Our environment affects our mood. Boy, preaching to the choir here. And I live with three ninnies who do not understand this concept at all. Our house is so cluttered. It makes me crazy. And at a certain point, I go, I give up. Because I go, I am all I'm doing my whole day is dealing with other people's clutter. My shit's put up. I look in this room and I don't see anything that's mine. All this clutter belongs to the other three people. It's really two people. Georgia's not very cluttered. She's pretty good. Her bathroom is a disaster. But the house, she doesn't really bring stuff out into the house. Isla and Bert are like, they just yard sale. They walk through the house and just yard sale all through the house. It makes me crazy. I can't do that. I can't. Oh, my gosh. I have to have my shoes in the right place. My keys, my wallet goes in the same place whenever I get home. Again, it's routine based yeah. because it'll drive me nuts. If, yeah. if I put my keys and wallet on a different surface, then that's bothering me because that's not supposed to go there. Yeah, yeah. So my routine when I get home is take my shoes off, put them in the place, yeah. put my keys and wallet in there, and then... Put my house clothes on, which means a pair of shorts and nothing else. Yeah. And then I can relax and rest. Right. That's it. That's my that's a routine thing. And um 
my girlfriend is not like that at all. She can get home and just shedding at the door, the couch, jacket there, this, that. And uh, I just do not have that brain because then that's going to be work later. That's That's what I say too. Yeah. Later for yourself. Why would you, why would you want to make more stuff when you can just get it done now? (laughs) Yeah. I'm the same way. If you put it where it goes, you're done. But if you put it over here and then later you got to think to pick it up and put it where it goes, you've just made more work for yourself. Like you said, I hate that. Anyway, number six, do something creative. Sounds like you do something creative a lot. Music. Uh, We did this awesome thing that I loved for Mother's Day. We have this crepe myrtle tree in our front yard. It's a cute little tree, has a lot of low branches. And when the girls were really little, I used to buy wooden uh, birdhouses, little bitty, like this big wooden birdhouses that we could paint like arts and craft paint when they were like six, eight years old. And we hung this tree full. We probably had 20 birdhouses in this tree that they had painted over a few years time, just here and there. And they all eventually, you know, rotted and fell apart because they are out in the weather. Um, and so for mother's day, we painted 12 little birdhouses and filled my crepe myrtle tree back up. And I had bought those birdhouses when the quarantine first started thinking, oh, great, we'll have a little arts and crafts. We'll do some, you know, some arts and crafts here and there. And we didn't get to it till Mother's Day. So we're not making enough time for that kind of just creativity for creativity's sake, even though painting a birdhouse is not that sophisticated. They all 12 of them are are totally different and they're all really fun. So and I bought those wooden birdhouses at like Amazon for almost, they were really cheap. I think they were like 20 bucks or something. It was a really cheap, easy, fun, quick, little creative moment. And they had a blast. So I highly recommend creativity. My girlfriend's been painting rocks lately. She went back to, I don't, I don't know if I told you, um, her mom drove down to LA to pick her up, to bring her back up to Seattle. She was dealing with some family emergency and, uh, it is way better to be with family during that time. If you're losing loved ones and stuff like that, be with instead of being apartment in LA where she can go nowhere. She was feeling really, really cooped up and uh, she doesn't like to be in a city. It just makes her feel claustrophobic, but um, a lot of painting too. Yeah. Uh, On a bunch of different stuff. And, um, that's that's been really important for her i think it's you can be creative in so many different ways yeah and you don't have to consider yourself to be artistic artsy or whatever like buddy can be creative um even like you working business is super creative all the time i mean you're dealing with kinds and and joke structure or ideas for jokes or podcast ideas. So you're doing a, you do a lot of creative stuff too. I do. I do a lot of creative stuff. You know, creativity, people, I do. You're think you're right. People think of creativity as like art, pottery, knitting. Um, But creativity is also something like problem solving. So Mm -hmm. like you have a cluttered garage to really look at that garage and go, how can I fix this problem? And creatively, because you should see my garage. 
I have like, I have a pulley system in the roof of my garage and we pulley our coolers to the roof. So how often do you really use a cooler? Not that often. So then when I need the cooler, I just undo the rope and pulley it down. And oh, that's gosh. very creative to think <laughs> about a space and go, how can I maximize this space? And no one would really think of that as creativity. But I think that is creativity because it is creative problem solving is mm-hmm. taking one thing and looking at it like taking this and looking at it like this going, okay, I'm just going to look at that differently and see if I can figure out how this functions better. I think it's a very, um, I don't know, logical type of creativity where you have to use a lot of logic. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas art like painting, I don't know, maybe there is a lot of logic in that, but it's, it seems to be more of a, Free flowing. Although Isla, when she she amazes me, because we will look. We were at that bike shop picking up her bike, and they had this kind of architectural detail in the ceiling that I hadn't really noticed. It was like a long line with, that came into an arrow, and then another long line that came into an arrow, and they kind of stacked one on top of each other like this, like arrow, 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 arrow. And I never even saw it, and it didn't really look like an arrow. But she looked at it and she's like, that ceiling's really cool. There's a lot of arrows there. And then she started talking to me about how they painted them to make them shaded the way it looked. And then she saw another picture on the wall of this girl riding a bike. And she looked like she was levitating, like her legs were flying, like the, here's the bike and her legs were like this. Yeah. But the shadow was wrong. I was like, the, the sun's not in that direction. So that shadow is in the wrong place. That's not a real shadow. They added that shadow because the sun is over here. And I went, holy shit, that's pretty logical thinking within the context of art. So I guess there is logic in art. Yeah, there's definitely logic in art, like technique. I mean, you have to know music theory before you can really start to free flow with your creativity within music. Like I love with piano, she needs like this note is a C, this note is a D. And if you make a chord to those notes and yada, yada, yada. But and then you can be creative after you learn and the, the theory behind it. But And that's what it sounds like she's doing with art. And she's like the workaround master. Oh, yes. You were talking about that with her dyslexic brain. Yeah. That she is constantly looking at different to do things and it's really really cool i love hearing those stories about her that because she thinks like nobody else yes yeah, it's really really cool she does think like no one else or she doesn't think like anyone else yeah she's a really unique thinker um it's really and what were we talking about the other day on that drive to get the bike she said a certain sound it was a it was a song reminds her of gold and this other song reminds her of purple i was like it's really interesting that she thinks in that way where a song will connect me to an emotion her song a song connects her to something visual to a color that's called synesthesia it's called she she might have something called synesthesia it's where you basically see colors and of a symbol crashing can be yellow to you oh and yeah that's that you kind of visualize music uh-huh. in 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 like shades of color or or tones like that she might yeah she might have that it's super rare um but she 
definitely might have that. Oh uh, yeah, she sure. was. I remember now what it was. She was saying fur Elise reminds her of the color purple, and then she was fur Elise. Fur Elise, she's playing on the piano, and then there was another thing that she's playing on the piano that reminded her of gold. So everything she plays on the piano, I think she relates to a color. Does that make sense? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I think I'm trying to look up a. Uh, whatever I'll do. <laughs> anyway, number seven, keep a journal. Express your feelings. It'll be interesting to look back on your journal in a few years. I have never been a journal keeper. That is not something that I do. It has never interested me. Um, I've started 8,000 journals and they just fall apart. Now I can make my Bible, that Bible I've been writing in for what, 20 some years. That's your journal. Problem with that, but it's I can't thing. put my thoughts down. I, I can't put my thoughts down like today. <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> it's so interesting. I do all of these things. It must be just like the, just the, through depression, anxiety stuff that like the things you should do, the steps you should take. Yeah, I do these things. I've been keeping a journal since then. Um, the last few years, I've definitely fallen off. Um, I think there's something to me, my girlfriend now. I write before bed, in bed. And I don't feel that I can do that when she's there. Right. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like I can be completely open and honest about what's going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's fallen on me for some reason. but. I've, I've been picking it up again lately because I think that's super unique time. And boy, do I love looking back at like who I, how my thoughts were, like how I felt against people or how I felt just in that time. And it's, I go back to those and I can write songs on how I used to feel. And I go back into those emotions and, um, Journaling is very important to me and I, I wish that I did, but it's not part of my routine anymore. Right. So really hard to put that back into a routine when, when you've fallen off from it. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's interesting that you're doing all of these things. That's really cool. It's kind of cool. I'm like, whoa. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty successful guy. Uh, if I do I, all these things. <laughs> sorry, if you do all these yeah. things, well. If I do all these things and I feel better, just bottom line, right? I feel better if I do these things. And so why wouldn't I do them every day? Yes. Why wouldn't I do these, all these things day? Because I don't want to feel bad. No. I know how to make myself feel better. Right. If I, if I, if I have an established routine that makes me feel okay, I have that. I still don't feel that great. Let me try exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel a little shitty and a little foggy. Let me go outside. But All right, let me this. Ready? It does take effort to feel better. I think people think, well, I should just feel better. No, that's not how it works. You have to apply some effort. I was that way about my body. I'd go, well, I'll work out and it'll be fine. Well, it wasn't working until I started working out with a trainer. Not that you need a trainer to do these simple steps, but it took some effort. It took more effort than I was putting into it by myself. So anybody listening who thinks these things should just happen? No, you have, it takes effort. You have to say, I'm going to create a routine and stick to it. 
I'm going to be disciplined with bedtime. I'm going to be disciplined with my meal times or whatever your routine is. I'm going to go outside. I don't feel like getting off the couch, but I'm going to go outside. And I guarantee you, once you get out there, you feel so much better. It's just the effort, you know? I think that the thing in this to put the effort in, I think that's where your brain clicks over and goes, all right, we're taking care of ourselves now. Right. I think it's in that moment, whether you decide to take care of yourself or not, because it's 100% a choice. Yes, it is. What, the second you decide to take care of yourself, that's when you start to feel better. That's with, right. In any given moment. I agree with you. It's about perspective and, and intention. It's about your intention. Mm. Even if you decide to take care of yourself and you fall a little bit short, you feel better than not deciding at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you yeah. decide and today you just didn't get around to exercising, it feels a lot better than I'm just a piece of shit laying on the couch doing nothing. You know, at least you feel like, well, I'm on the path. I didn't, I didn't achieve the goal today, but I'll be back tomorrow. You know? I would rather be on the couch playing video games with my friends. I feel like I have to earn that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I've, my mind is like, I have to earn my, my lazy time. Because our battery, our battery is, our body is like a battery. Mm -hmm. And you need to have forward movement to make it charge up. Mm -hmm. You know, exercise charges your battery. It doesn't deplete it. Right. When I heard that, it, it changed everything because I used to think, okay, if I exercise, I'm tired to whatever later. That is not true. No. It's opposite. It's opposite with all of these things, with, with uh, going outside, with doing your homework, even though your homework's hard, at the end of it, you feel like you've accomplished something, so you feel better. Battery charged, right? Mm -hmm. Organized is the same. Um, okay, number eight, reach out to others. I think people don't do that enough. I say this to my friends all the time. If I were upset or hurting and needed help and didn't reach out to you, would you be upset? And they would say, of course. So then why don't we do that knowing that we would be that ear for someone else? Why don't we give ourselves permission to accept someone's ear or shoulder or help to say, I'm feeling really bad right now and I'm not sure what to do. I don't see why there's so much embarrassment or shame or fear or fear of vulnerability in that because we are all in this human experience. Every, it's rare that someone can't on some level relate to your emotion. They may not be able to relate to your experience, but every experience evokes a certain emotion that you can find a relatability to. So even if you haven't been punched in the face by someone who is robbing you, you can go, well, I can imagine feeling like violated, you know, that would be terrifying and violating. I'm sure there's a time in your life you felt that also. So you can relate and empathize or sympathize with the person. I don't know why we're so afraid to, to reach out to others. It is really important. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a really, there's a lot of different factors of that one. Like you don't want to bother people. Um, but you would be bothered. You would be happy to be bothered. If I called you, Halston, and said, I am having a shit day. Can I talk to you for a minute? You would be so happy. 
So that's what I'm saying. If you would do that for your friends, then you know your friends would feel the same way as you. They would love to be a shoulder for you, for you to call and go, I need a minute. Uh, Absolutely. It makes your friendship closer. Most of my friends and I do that very easily back and forth. But I have one friend who just will not reach out to me when she's having a hard time. And I go, you see, our friendship can only get so deep because you don't reach for me. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, friendships are a a two-way. It's, it has to, it has to be that given. Man, it's, it's, I think it's just really hard to read people and admit that you're feeling as shitty are if it's just brought on by loneliness or general depression and anxiety. It's, it's hard. That is um, worth calling someone in the moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of course it's, of course it's worth it. Of course it's worth it. But I think people wait and go, I'll see how I feel tomorrow. I don't want to bother Leanne with this. It's, it's it's nothing. It's just I'm just I'm just worked up over being stuck inside. Like I don't, everyone's feeling the same way as me. I don't I'm gonna call Leanne about that. Like I don't want to bother her. So, there's a lot of different factors of reaching out to people. But what I would say to that is find that one person or two people that you can do that to that you feel that you are dumping on them or that you are bothering them in any way or that like the person call any time. Yeah. That's the person that, that you can be vulnerable with and, and build a deeper friendship with. And I think that's really, really important, especially right now. I mean, people are calling people more now because we're all stuck at home. Mm-hmm. We were stuck at home most of the day before anyways, you know, we just went out to pick up kids and stuff before we just went out to go to the grocery store a little more. We're still at home a lot, yeah. but right now we're reaching out to more people, making sure that we're one's okay, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Very I think cool. it's really cool. Okay. Number nine, eat healthy. Duh. I mean, duh. We don't even need to explain that one. Number 10. Well, I'll, 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 I'll say something to that. When I changed my diet, I felt way better. I wasn't as drowsy during the day. I woke up with, with um, less grogginess. Yeah. I have less like fogginess. Um, I have way more energy to do tasks. I have way more stamina. Mm-hmm. I think what you put in your body affects your day every day. Does. What you I put agree. in your body before bed affects your day. What's up, bar man? How many bars have you had today? Nola bar. Just got crumbs all over my notes. I had a rough day, Halton. Oh yeah. Well, we were just talking about May being mental awareness, mental health awareness month, and we're going through the list that Georgia's high school gave us of things you should be doing to maintain positive mental health. Is eating uh, fried chicken and granola bars one of them? Eating healthy no. is one of them. So you just went against number number nine. I'm having a rough day. I don't know why you're having a rough day. 
I woke up in my belly right now. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, so number 10. Number 10 is listen to music. If you're in a bad mood, try this. This is pretty cool. Listen to three songs. A song that matches your energy, a neutral song, and then a song that feels positive and uplifting. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I For some reason, when I'm like in a neutral mood, I love to listen to like super aggressive music. It can, oh, like, yeah? It, yeah, it's strange. It pumps me up. And like, I don't know. I just listen to people just screaming their head off. I love it. Like death I can't metal? get enough of it. Yeah, I love Slipknot. I can listen to Slipknot every day at eight in the morning. And it, it, that'll start my day. I don't know how that is, but I don't know. I have a lot of, I've been doing the music thing my whole life, it seems. Yeah. Because me. God, music is so important. Yeah, it is. Music is, I mean, it's one of our senses. Mm -hmm. And if you can stimulate one of your senses, then you're just going to feel better. Right. And some music does not like. Yeah. Not good for you. Some of it. Some music doesn't do it for me. I can't listen to folk music and be pop. I can't listen to uh, um, even jazz. Some music will put me in a bad mood. Well, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, pop music, if it's super, um, if I can guess what's coming next and I haven't heard the song, there's me. <laughs> next, next. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's too, and it's, it, then I'll become in a bad mood and then I'll just have to listen to Slipknot and then ah, feel better. In a neutral mood. And then what do you let's do when you're in a good mood? Um, nothing. Nothing. You know, no, yeah, I lean on music when I need to fix my attitude. Uh, feeling good. Yeah, when I'm feeling good, I, I feel like I don't need music. Right. I listen to music when I need to feel pumped or when I need to feel not angry or when I need to feel happy. But once I'm in the happy space, I'm good. I put play music all day long. Ooh, she put on, she put on uh Steely Dan, Steely Dan last, night. last night and man, it, I almost started drinking. It was so fucking great. In the morning, your bumpers. That doesn't put me in a good mood. See, now I'm now I'm mad. <laughs> I know. Now I'm really upset. Have a, you guys ready for this? I'm gonna have a diet Red Bull. Do Caffeine it. does it for me. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have a diet Red Bull. When you're done this, I'm gonna clean out this room and then I'm gonna run. I just <laughs> I just took a nap and I had a great fucking dream. Awesome. And I am ready to seize the day. Great. Are you dreaming more? <laughs> I'm dreaming like fucking crazy, Halston. That's interesting. My yeah. dreams are, are coming on pretty strong, too. Are they? I'm not dreaming. I think there's a lot of doom and despair and thing that gets to me. Ooh, yeah, I agree with that, brother. All right, I love you, Halston. Have a better day. Oh, he missed, he missed him. <laughs> going for that die red bull okay number 11 limit watching the news it's good to stay informed <laughs> <laughs> i just right yeah, called it 
There's no need to constantly check the news. If you still feel stressed or anxious, take a break from the news and do something fun. I agree. I listen to NPR in the morning and that's it. I don't listen the rest of the day. I don't check Google news. I don't, I don't, I just don't. I feel like I'm going to get what I need first thing in the morning. If something major crazy happens, somebody in my stratosphere will tell me, Hey, did you just hear about blah, blah, blah? And then I can check it out. I do not. I have never been one to be like five o'clock news, 11 o'clock news. I can't do it. It makes me so my, my chest will be tighter and media in general, I would say is just as bad as always watching the news. Yeah. I I took a social media hiatus for a, a while and man did I feel better. Did for you? real I felt I felt a lot a lot and like my social media game has not been the same ever since because I feel as good when I'm always checking social media. I it's healthy to know what single person in your life is doing at every hour of the day. I think that's completely overwhelming. It can give you fun. It can give you depression. It can give you anxiety. It can make you feel shitty about yourself that you don't have those that your friend's wearing that you can't afford or whatever it is. There's so many things that go on with social media. And I think it's just so unhealthy. I mean, we're supposed to know how are the people like around us are doing. Right. I shouldn't have to listen to somebody I haven't talked in 10 years from high school who's having a, a week because their lawnmower is messed up and they couldn't get the part that they wanted because the guy at the part store was like, yada, yada, yada. And they're just bitching on Facebook and stuff. That's that I can't absorb that. I can't take that in and yeah. I shouldn't be yeah. that in. So I've done a lot with, with social media and the news just as a, as a test. I, um, I deleted everybody off Facebook that I hadn't talked to in the last day. Um, yeah. They don't need to I'm doing. I don't need to know what they're doing. If, if you're curious, like message me, but it doesn't need to be on my feed. Like it, yeah. it really wasn't. Um, if I haven't talked to them in the last decade or if I don't care about them, like as, as harsh as that sounds, if you don't care about somebody, why are you, on Facebook why are you following them if people are making you upset whenever you read their stuff well that's complain sure. online yeah it's it's a part it, it that helped me a lot with my mental health was limiting and limiting social media because they're kind of one and the same the right. on there's news and people talking about the news right. that's all it is I'm sick of it yeah sick I hear you I hear you. Manage your news intake. Manage your news intake. That's the that's number eleven. Hundred percent. Well, remember this won't last forever. Pretty simple, but it may seem like it's going to last forever because in LA they just extended our stay-at-home orders through July, not until July, but through July, and our kids were crestfallen. I mean, Georgia's sixteenth birthday is June seventh. Isla's. 14th birthday is July 18th. And so there's no birthday parties for either of them on or around their birthday, especially the 16th birthday. She's pretty freaking bummed. That also means she can't get her driver's license because they're not testing because you have to stay at home. So now she's easy. Yeah. She's really not happy and I don't blame her. That really stinks, but this is where we are and it won't last forever. So yeah, we just, 
in a big city and it's our civic duty to shelter in place because of where we live. Yep. I chose to live here because I wanted to be in the entertainment world and this is what I need to do. Yeah. If I didn't choose to live here um, and I was in Oregon still, it wouldn't be such a big deal. I wouldn't they have to super duper stay at home because we're in the middle of nowhere. It's fine. But I chose to live here, and this is what we have to protect other people. Goodness gracious. Yes. I mean, that should be enough. <laughs> should be enough. It's the greater good. It's about the greater good. Yeah, I that's what civic duties are. Yes. Okay, so they posted this little chart. Let me see if I can see where, which I think is pretty cool. I'll put this on my website, too. It says, I wish people knew that my mental health is, health is so physical too. So here are the signs that your, your cohabitant, your child, may be having some anxiety or some mental health issues. Headaches, fatigue and exhaustion, sensory overload, painful jaw and teeth, heart palpitations, rock solid tense shoulders, upset tummy, cramps. Bitten or sore fingers, night and day sweats, and restless legs. It's a pretty cool little chart. And um, my Isla Kreischer has had a lot of these items. I think she has been very stressed out by this coronavirus. She didn't want to go to the bike shop because she didn't want to get corona. And I was like, girlfriend, <laughs> we're both wearing masks. We have hand sanitizer in the car, in my purse. So just don't touch your face. And we hand sanitize as soon as we leave. And that's the best we can do, but we can't stop living life and we can't let it take over our anxiety because this may be our new normal for a little bit. Not forever, but for a little bit. Um, but I'll post that chart on my website too because it was a pretty cool chart. And then the last thing in their um, newsletter about mental health was about a, an app called Headspace. Um, the LA County Department of Mental Health has partnered with Headspace, the number one mindfulness and meditation app, to offer free Headspace Plus subscriptions to all LA County residents. Starting May 1st and for the rest of 2020, LA County residents can access the following with their free premium subscription. Hundreds of science-backed guided meditations in English and Spanish mindfulness, and sleep exercises to help address rising stress and anxiety. To sign up for a free Headspace Plus subscription, go to headspace.com slash LA County. Headspace.com slash LA County. It's pretty cool that LA County is offering that. Obviously, a lot of people listening don't live in LA County, but for the people who do, I thought I'd spread the word. That's really awesome. That is really cool. Um, that this is bringing out a lot of like mental health um, awareness because people normally struggle with mental health stuff are now struggling with mental health stuff. Yeah. Be because of having to be inside and, and the, the stress of the news and everything that it's, it's really bothering them and maybe they've never feelings before. Maybe they haven't felt unmotivated before for no reason. Um, you know, maybe they haven't felt so anxious before. Right. And uh, I think that there will be more because, and that's a, that's a positive thing that came out of it. Yes. Well, you know, I was talking to my therapist, Dr. Jackie, 
because I was concerned about Isla. Isla was um, showing signs of minor depression, which is not shocking uh, with what's going on, but like a, a real inability to get out of bed, not wanting to get dressed, not wanting to go outside, not wanting to eat. Like getting her to eat was really hard. And when she ate, she had no appetite. Um, mm. She would eat like we made fried shrimp the other night, which she loved. She ate two. <laughs> and I was like, two shrimp is not enough. You need to eat like at least four. And she just couldn't get it down. And I was, I was worried about her. And, you know, she's so socially motivated as a human being. And the social piece is not with her mom and dad. It's with her peers. And as much as she FaceTimes and Minecrafts and Zooms with her friends, we, have a, we had a Zoom Girl Scout meeting last week. It's a very temporary Band-Aid for her, for someone who is so socially motivated. She really needs to be with people her age. And so I was talking to Jackie about it, and she said, for whatever reason, this past week, a lot of her clients are showing signs of minor depression. She said, it's just starting like every it's been long enough for the mental health of people. A lot of people and a little bit of depression is starting to show up in clients who've never had it before. She said, she, another thing she thinks happens is that if you have an insecurity, if you have a slight mental offness, even not even a mental illness, just something you're, um, a little obsessive or um, a little angry. When we are confined, those things magnify. So if you were a little angry under the surface and you're busy all day running around and working and doing stuff and having interactions, you can keep it managed. But when you are sitting at home all day with the same people over and over and over again, your ability to manage that goes down. And she was also saying she's seeing a lot of regression where people who were maybe on a really great workout regimen and this has happened and now that's fallen apart. And um, she, she used her grandson also as an example, who's five, who has never sucked his thumb before has started sucking mm -hmm. his thumb. And she said, this is all anxiety. It's all how yep. he's managing anxiety. And maybe the anxiety is about the virus for one person, for another person is about how long will this confinement last for another person? It may be about, I'll never see my friends again. I mean, I remember yeah. exactly someone's going to die mm -hmm. and I'll never get to see them again. I mean, I was so upset because she's missing so many key parts of eighth grade um, that she's really genuinely because she's so socially motivated, really upset about it. So trying to, I've been trying to shift her focus forward. Like we, this week went online and bought all of her school uniforms for high school. And she got really excited about that. And I was like, well, this is maybe what we need to do for her is give her what to look forward to, even though they may not even be going back to school in August when they're supposed to, at least we have her uniforms and she's getting ready. Um, but yeah, I think this definitely what an appropriate month for Mental Health Awareness Month is May, because now the rubber's kind of hitting the road for a lot of people. And, and um, I feel for people who have mental health problems. I don't know how they manage it in this condition. You know, it would be really hard. These are love tips. 
this is how it's managed. You have to restructure life to to fit these eleven steps. And if you are truly struggling, I mean, I was having debilitating stakes, fogginess around the eyes, and impeding my vision. Like huh. that's so strange. Yeah. Even even a little bit today for the first time in a little because I didn't get as much sleep as I wanted to. A little bit of mess. And I knew that I had to I needed to go outside, get a little bit of a jog in, do a walk around the block, um, do my stretching, um, and play a little bit of video games. And what else did I do today? Um, I opened up all the windows to get in here and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That. And so, and that helped a lot. I mean, and then, and then I had this to look forward to and I have more posture and, um, and fogginess goes away, but it's take work. Um, It does take work. I think it's really cool that people are checking with each other. Um, I've lived this life for a while now, for years, just because I do work so much. And so I've had to learn how to deal with mental health stuff while staying inside a lot. For this life, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a weird one. I do like to just be in video creating and I, I really love it. So it's not hard for me to, to stay home like this. Mm-hmm. but. What I am seeing is the people who are having a time staying at home are reaching out to me how I'm doing. Right. And I'm thinking like, I've been living the same life for a few <laughs> years. No one's ever asked me like, hey, how's it going? Um, but it's because their life is so different and they are stuck inside and they don't have the coping skills to really handle something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just, I'm very lucky that I got a real head start on this, but I do feel for the people who haven't started that mental health journey that, that need to, yes. you know what I mean? Yes, I But do. just start with, start with one of these steps. Establishing a routine will change your life. Right. Immeasurably. Establishing a routine every day. Uh, up routine. And sticking to it. Yeah. Establishing it is one thing, but you have to stick to it. You can't be willy-nilly. You can't do it one day and not the next. You need to set some realistic goals. I'm going to set this routine, and I'm going to stick to it for three days. And then after three days, go, I'm going to give myself three more days. And after that, three more days. Then before you know it, once you hit 21 days, you have a routine established. So that's the key, too. Anybody can come up with a routine. You have to stick to it. So, and then I think people also get very overwhelmed with that routine. I have to change everything. Okay. Well, if you have to change everything, how do you eat that elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. You eat it one day at a time. Today, I'm doing this routine. Now, tomorrow, if I fuck up the routine, it doesn't mean the routine's over. It just means the next day you start it again. It's okay. It's okay to learn from your mistakes. It's okay to set a routine and go, this half of the routine doesn't work for me. So I'm going to change this half. Or for me, it is completely unrealistic in this moment 
in our life to have dinner at 630. I can't do it. So I need a different routine. All right. I've been, my routine has been dinners at 730. It's an hour later than when we were in school, but we're not getting up at six. We're getting up at, at eight. So it's okay that it shifted a little bit. It's not my preference, but it's okay. So people who are listening, nothing in life needs to be rigid. It needs to be fluid. And if it's not working for you, it's useless. You have to figure out what's working for you. You know, something that works for me doesn't work for you or for Kathy or Kirsten or Sandy or Jeannie or whoever. It's got to work for you. And and I don't want to say there's there are no rules, but there are kind of no rules to what that you can make it whatever you want. Uh, it doesn't you don't have to live like you're in the military, but just just allow yourself to stretch every day. It doesn't at a specific time allow yourself to stretch every day allow yourself to get your heart rate up for 20 minutes 15 minutes like getting your heart rate is imperative i mean it's so important to mental health you can't just sloth all day because your your battery will just drain and then you'll stay on empty forever until you move again you know right if you're yes. stagnant, your, your body fat, it, 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 your muscles weaken, um, your cardiovascular health goes downhill. And it's just, it's really, really important to make that part of your team. The only thing that you do is adding a little bit of exercise or stretching. Um, then you will be in better shape. No pun intended. That's right. Than you were before. Um, sorry, yeah, my I friend think... Christina just texted me. Oh, good, a discount code. So, for Provi, P R I V A I dot com, she said, She said, shit, just saw this. If you do it again, oh, shit, if you do it again, we can do W O T P 20 and they can get 20% off until the end of May. Awesome. So 20% off till the end of May, W-O-T-P-20. And I'll put that on the button on my website too. I'll put all the codes on the button. And of course, Bert has like awesome. four pins here and none of them work. because I got it all written down. It. I got it all written down. No, so you're not going to believe this. I'm actually kind of excited about this. This was only half the episode. <laughs> Clearly, I overplanned for this episode. So I have another half, but I know you have to go at three and this has been long enough anyway, but um, we'll have to do this again and do the other thing I have planned, which is totally different from this. I didn't know we'd spend so much time on this mental health awareness month. This was brilliant. It was awesome. Perfect. It's perfect for now. Something that I've been thinking a lot about and um, just really empathizing with people who haven't experienced this. Mm-hmm. Um it's the it's 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 it, it does take work is is easy it's it's easy to to do some sit-ups easy yes. to do that physically but part is doing it yes. deciding that you're going to do it every day that's where the hard part is for me at least um but once you do it everything in your body kind of switches over and it's not right away. It might be a little while. I mean, it depends. 
I think that you can dig yourself into quite a hole by doing nothing for yeah. way too long. Yeah. And it's really hard to get out of that hole. Really, yeah. really hard. But it's just. It can be done. You can get out of it. What you have to realize is. This sounds really bad, but you don't know everything. Right. So if you don't, if what you're doing is not working, find a resource to learn new skills that do work. You can read a book. You can check out digital books from almost any library in the United States has a digital library. They are free. You can check out free books on a device, on a smartphone on a tablet, super easy to download and get a book from a library. It doesn't cost money to learn something necessarily. There are tons of things you can watch on YouTube, um, tons of websites about uh, organizing, skill building, working out, creating a routine, all of these things, what to do, how to self-diagnose your mental health in some way and help yourself figure out how to dig out of any kind of poll. We have more resources today than we did in any generation before our own. But I feel like more people have problems today that they have a hard time tackling, which is really fascinating um, and a head scratcher. So not to say there's no excuse, but there are very few excuses for saying stuck. The yeah. only reason is that you haven't decided to do something different. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's insanity. So I, I don't know. I've always, maybe not always, but definitely from my twenties to now, always been really curious to want to know something I didn't already know. Um, it's because I thought, well, if I knew something I didn't already know, then now I know that also. So I'm adding to what I know. I will never know everything, but I would like to continue to add to what I know. So I'm all, I've always been really open to, what do you think about that? What do you do that works? What have you tried that failed? How did you do that? How did you get that done? How did you ask that question? Like those things, I want to know how you did that so I can do it also. Uh, so, or so I can at least try. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think I was taught to think that way. I think I had to figure out how to think that way, but maybe if you just say, Hey, try thinking that way, instead of saying, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how, I don't know where to start. Ask a different, ask a question. How do I start? How much do I know? And what can I learn? What's the Where first step? can I go for help? Who can I ask? What can I learn? What do I want? Where do I want to go? What do I want to be? What does I want? What do I want my day to look like? Instead of like my brain always, not always, but my brain typically asks a question as opposed to saying a statement. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I have no idea. Well, nobody told me. Uh, my brain. And I had to train my brain to do this. I wasn't always like this. I had to train my brain to go, well, I wonder why he said that. Or, or I'm wondering, is that what you meant? 
And even if I don't say that out loud, I'll say it in my brain. Is that what he really meant? No, he really meant this over here. Let me ask. I'm thinking this is what you really meant. Is this what you really meant? Yes. Okay. So then I was right. This isn't what he really meant. I don't know. It takes a lot of effort to, to think like that. But I think you can think in a question about any problem. And almost about any emotion. Why am I feeling like this? Is this really what I'm feeling? Or is there something under that? Is this new or is this old? Why am I feeling so strongly about this particular thing? Mm. Does it reflect something in myself that I'm not happy with? What's really going on, right? If you can start training your brain to think in questions, it makes you really curious. And when you get really curious, you're more apt to learn. And when you're learning, you're building new skills. And those skills help you achieve whatever you want. Happiness, balance, love, money, whatever. Uh, No, (laughs) you're absolutely right. I mean, some people just cut it off in there. They assume things. They assume that people are being weird because yada, yada, yada. But you're right. Guess what? There's always something behind it. Yeah. There's always something behind the way people are acting. The the guy who's an asshole in traffic, there's a reason that he's doing that. Yeah. There are many reasons he's doing that. There yes. are unresolved reasons and issues. And a lot of people don't. I think that's really cool that you've you've thought like that and that you've asked questions instead of assuming. Because People write other people off so quickly before they ask questions. They assume they know why acting like that. They do. And And then your brain writes a whole script about something else that is not even, may not even be in the world of that person. If you ask the question in your own brain, I wonder what's going on for them. I wonder, or I guess I wonder what's going on for them is not a question, but it's a wonder. I wonder, huh? That's interesting. Why would that be happening? Yeah, then, I like that. Then your brain doesn't even begin to write a script that's all on assumption made up. It starts trying to answer the question instead of making up all this other bullshit. Well, clearly he doesn't appreciate me and that's what's going on. You go, I wonder why. Oh, I wonder, you know what? He had a big proposal. And I bet that's what it is. Okay. And it just allows you to take the ego because I think a lot of the time our ego gets ruffled when someone doesn't treat us the right way or we don't look the way we think we should look in our body and, or our partner's not, you know, giving us the attention we need. It all starts pricking our ego. And if you start asking questions, then the ego is not in control anymore. I think it's something much less powerful you know the ego is really powerful you start to research instead of writing the script that's right that's exactly right yes that's exactly right you're starting research and research is really what life is about your whole life you're never done it's all research so yeah stop assuming and start doing some research you're probably wrong <laughs> Probably wrong most of the time, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we should wrap it up. Thank you, Halson. So I'll put a time on the books for us to do the other podcast. Boom. I was going to do. It's a good one, I think. Uh, you want to know what yeah. it was? Yeah. 
I made this whole stack of books. Right. All these books. Oh my goodness. And some that I don't have the actual hard copies for that I printed out. And I categorized them into different types of books that have stuck with me. They've just kind of stuck with me over the years for whatever reason. I was just going to have a little book club. Um, I have one. Aha. Uh -huh, that's in my, Oh, I have that. It's in my stack somewhere. It's in my stack too. So that's my, um, that'll be another episode. How about that? Yeah, that's awesome. Ooh, here's another one. The anxiety and phobia workbook. <laughs> I haven't read it, but my mom sent it to me. Um, I think my ego was too big to read it. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. I was already, I was already in the middle of the world, and um, I shelved it. Interesting. Maybe I, should, maybe I should not act like that. I wonder why that was. Well, that's an interesting question. Why? Because you, did you say you went halfway through it? No, I never started it. I was like, I had already started the work on my, like, I was reading books and I was talking to psychiatrists and therapists and, and all that stuff. And so I, I didn't, you know, I don't know. There's stuff in there that I don't know, honestly, but, um, my ego wants to say otherwise. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, hmm, hmm. All right. Well, thanks for talking. Remember, provide. Remember Natalie B. Remember Thierry Vino. And, oh, where's my shoe? Here it is. And Free Waters. The flip-flop of champions. That's awesome. <laughs> all, the, all these things are going to be in the description below. Whether you're watching on YouTube, it's going to be in the description. And if you're listening on a podcast app, it's also in the description. So you can just click those links that are right there. and. Uh, the codes are right there as well. So it's all in one place and as well as your website. Super helpful. Thank you very much for doing that. Okay. Let's push pause. Say goodbye.